Hello and welcome to episode 37 of Ranger Pod, the podcast that cleans up the morphing grid in a really confusing and elaborate and inefficient manner, one episode at a time. I'm PDT, let's never talk of it again. And joining me is, is someone with a slightly higher voice than mine, Quinn. Hi PDT, how are you? I'm good, thanks. And we've also got someone with a slightly lower voice than mine. It's Grax. I, I thought we weren't supposed to be talking about it. Um, I don't, I don't know what we're not meant to be talking about. It's like Fight Club. No, neither. Oh, right. I, I guess I kind of lost the thread there. <laughs> anyway, so that's the kind of mood we're in, having watched Clean Up Club, episode 37 of Power Rangers, mm. which was not a good way to spend Doctor Who's 30th anniversary, because this one did air on November 23rd, 1993. Really? It aired at the same... Yeah. Wow. Okay. 30 years since Doctor Who started, this was the way that America marked its legacy. Yeah, that's not a very good way of marking its legacy, that's for sure. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to let the listeners in on a a not very secret secret here. A couple of weeks ago, I was quite happy to fold up RangerPod. I was like, let's let's end this. Mm -hmm. And it's only really continued because, you know, Grax really wanted to continue. Quinn came on board. Mm -hmm. And now you guys are the reason we're doing this piece of bullshit. What, what? Hey, you, you, you are more than happy to come back for an episode here, an episode there, and then all of a sudden you're like, "No, I'm back. I'm taking over." <laughs> and guess what? It's this f- episode, Pete. <laughs> if you want to come back to this kind of Ranger Pod antics, you got to take the bad with the good. It can't all be the Green Candle Saga. Uh, I mean, I don't even know where to start. I guess we let you start, don't we? I mean, I'm still not sure of the wisdom of that, but. This really should take you about 10 seconds to summarise. I'm not going to give you 10 seconds. I'm going to give you five. What? That's literally (laughs) impossible. No, I'm I'm going to give you a full minute because I'm feeling nice. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, activate. Okay, so we start this episode at Mrs. Appleby's video project class. We see Bulk and Skull recording a reality TV show, which is a bit boring. And then Trini comes up and shows her video, which is all about saving the environment with stock animal footage. And this fires up the whole Power Rangers group. So they begin the new club called the Clean Up Club, which is nothing it's more the, than... It's the name of the episode, Grax. You really shouldn't have forgot that. The whole point of this cleanup club is to go around cleaning up the environment in terms of doing a whole bunch of recycling, going to the park seconds. and seeing all this mess and doing a really, really elaborate Don't jumping Don't mind me, guys. I'm just going to watch some Red of... Dwarf back here. <laughs> oh, it's the new series of Red Dwarf out today, Yeah. Anyway, there's I'm just going to watch that one. Watching this instead con. of recording and uh, watching <laughs> that. This is... Wow. Uh, um... So yeah, the political comes on, and he jumps in. He's trying to pollute the environment, but he doesn't actually do the, any polluting. And there's uh, mo- Five, two morphing times. Four, there's morphing time three, at nine minutes and forty-five seconds, two, and there's morphing time one. at twelve minutes oh, and seventeen seconds. as usual. Wow, there is absolutely <laughs> nothing in that synopsis <laughs> of worth. I mean, geez, because there's nothing in the episode <sighs> of worth. Oh, that's not quite true. I mean, there's a little bit of um, cleaning up, and. Uh, the, the way that they tidy up the park with all the gymnastics and flips. Oh, we are going to talk about that. There's also the Bulk and Skull show featuring Bulk, where they try their real hardest to try and make a reality show, which is uh, actually it's more like a vlog. And there's also the Pluticon, which is a winged monster with a horn, which is the source of his powers. And that's about it, really. They cut the horn off, they defeat the Oh, wait, wait, wait. The There's end. one cool thing. There's one cool thing. One cool thing in 20 minutes of television. The Megazord jumps. 
and does a slash with his power sword. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, arguably he's standing when he does the slash with his power sword. But he jumps! He, like, towards the end to do the final move. And like gravity brings him back down to Earth again. Yeah! Don't you think that's cool? Mm. Not really. Uh, I mean, by that point, I'd given up. Yeah, yeah, but that, that was the thing. There was, there was one or two minor moments which kind of dragged me, tried to drag me back into this episode to get me invested, but it's not. I wasn't invested. At, this is exactly the same as that time that the bugs and all the insects escaped from their containments at the high school, and so the five heroes decide to go and collect bugs in the long montage. It's exactly the same thing, but collecting rubbish. And that's just poor. Yeah, but at least the bug thing had some relation to the episode. To the monster. Yeah, yeah this, my... this monster doesn't have any... It isn't tied into what's going on with the rest of the episode at all. Yeah, I suspected as much. Because you're like, well, your power is to go around and pollute the entire planet. But it's not even really doing that. It's just flying around making a nuisance of itself well i've got to say the truth behind the political because i mean oh yeah i watched this episode and like you i was i was there going hang on he's not polluting anything (laughs) i suspect that in the sentai footage this has nothing to do with that yeah actually the truth which we'll get onto a bit later is a lot weirder than that frankly (laughs) weirder yeah but i'll save that i'll save that let's let's start talking about the episode itself because we start off with the video project. Yes. yes. And I'm really confused as to what the, the task was here. Well, it was just to create a video. I think that was the <laughs> a task. A video of undetermined length. Of, yeah. of undetermined length. It was. I think it was just go out, film something, edit a video together. It's probably like some sort of early incarnation of media studies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which I actually did at college, so I know exactly what it was all about. <laughs> okay. And so- yeah, it's right. It is, you're just going out and you're just filming a bunch of random stuff. And Bulk and Skull probably had the right idea of how to approach this project. Whilst mm-hmm. Trini's... Mm, yeah, she's got a chip on her shoulder, hasn't she? She's pushing an agenda in her homework that wasn't, wasn't welcomed. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want none of your stock footage of trying to convert the masses to... What's this? Save the environment so we can... Because if all the animals go, then ultimately we'll go as well. That's it. Trini just went to a video library. She didn't film a damn thing. Yeah, I know. So bloody late. Where is the effort? Where is the love that none, at least Bulk and Skull's effort, has I mean, again, I've got something to tell you in a bit that will blow your mind about that. Because you say, where's the effort? Where's the love? Oh, baby, you have no idea. Oh, Wow, you're actually getting me really, really intrigued about this whole thing. Yep. um... (laughs) (laughs) So... Yeah, she does this video, and then all of the... Cl- then, like, well, I say all of the class. The, the other four rangers are like, what can we do to help? And she's like, I'm just, I just made a video. <laughs> no, of course she's not. She's like, well, I want to start up a club. That's not what this is. This isn't a... Sp- this isn't a f- rally. <laughs> no. Apparently she's treating it as a rally, though. It's and a it's recruitment like, f- drive. <laughs> her first efforts back in episode three or four with going on trying to close down the pollution plant didn't work. Because none of the other rangers were interested, short of Kimberly. So why is it worked this time? Well, again, I would argue I'm not sure it does work, because it's... Although other teens appear interested in the classroom, I mean, there's one girl behind them who looks really like, yeah, I'm into this. It's really only the five teenagers. Mm-hmm. And Ernie. Oh, and Ernie. In the last scene, actually, there are some other kids helping out pick up rubbish, but none of them are wearing clean-up club T-shirts, which... 
makes me think either they're not officially in the club or Trini no. just only got the t-shirts for her friends. They hadn't paid their subscription fees. <laughs> no. Until, until, they get, until they become card-carrying members, you're not allowed to wear the t-shirt. <laughs> but then why are the other four heroes? Well, they're friends of Trini, you know, so they're, they're in mates rates, that kind of thing. Yeah. Is that a new euphemism? Friends of Trini? <laughs> friends of Trini. <laughs> <laughs> just, mean, just means you're really bland and uninteresting. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, come on. We've watched enough Power Rangers now to know that Trini is a non-character. Mm-hmm. You're right, and I'm starting to wonder... Was she ever cool to begin with? No. No. She's only, she's just used as a vehicle for other things, isn't she? Yeah, like sometimes literally they just like get on her back and like, <laughs> ride, Trini, ride. <laughs> yeah, Trini seems to be really highly regarded in the fandom. And I was saying this earlier, but I do kind of wonder, I'm going to go on a controversial limb here. I do wonder oh. if the unfortunate fate of Choi Trang had anything to do with the way the character is remembered. Because people seem to really oh. kind of... no. I sort of, when you said that earlier on, I I tended to maybe agree with you, but mm. I'm not so sure because I don't see people holding her in high regard because of that. I mean, it it might be unspoken, but I th- I feel like that came much much. What's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, much later? longer, yeah, much later <laughs> after Power Ra- after Power Rangers had finished. I think people had already kind of grown to like her for whatever weird reason before that. Okay, because like, yeah, I just don't see the appeal. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't see the appeal at all. I remember distinctly thinking that actually I like her as a character, and I thought when I was a child when I first watched this, but and then I found out much much later that she was in that car accident, which is really unfortunate. And yeah, I think that, that's a shame. This... It really is. But the thing is, afterwards, I I don't understand. I love Quinn butting in. Like, I think it wasn't that unfortunate, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not what he's saying at all. That's harsh. Uh, that's partly, partly what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that there are some qualities about Trini's character that are likable. She's quiet. I quite like that. Yeah, she's very she's reserved, but I think she's like she's very cool and calculating. She is always there for a friend. She's a very very good friend of Billy's. Yes, I I can see that for sure. But but for the past, I don't know, four or five episodes, we don't we're not really getting any sense of character from Trini. Oh, and no, now we no. get dumped with this uh, uh, a political message of saving the planet, which I feel like is like a really ham-fisted way for the producers or the writers to say hmm we need to teach all these young kids to look after the planet how do we do that yeah let's try and make cleaning up cool we also did it in like episode three they've done it before yeah um and they're trying again but power rangers has always been a show with a with some sort of moral message to it because it is a saturday morning kids tv show and yep, it's, al- yep. it's always whether whether it's as explicit as with we're screwing up the planet we need to not pollute it or it might be just a little bit more subtle about being there for your friends, or um, mm. if you're if you're deaf, you can be just as sort of useful to society. That's that kind of stuff. It's always had something there that's very positive and progressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just it's much more at the front of the episode this time. Yes. Whereas usually it might it will take a back seat and it'll be in the first opening couple of minutes and the last closing couple of minutes and it's like everyone be friends yeah isn't isn't it mm. nice being nice yeah don't be bullies or you'll fall in a bin kind of thing like <laughs> 
Oh, but they tried, See, They were trying really hard to push this whole cool image. I mean, go to the park, no, do like, some tidy up. You could do some sick flips <laughs> to put in your trash with some sick flips. Nobody was trying hard in this episode. I'm sorry. The whole... I think Jason and Zach, like, spend the whole morning crushing like four cans yeah yeah <laughs> but you see this is nothing compared to what happens when they go off to the park no and oh my god it was painful i've actually written so painful watching them about this is what i'm talking about i mean it's so inefficient just pick it up and put it in the bin drop stop trying to sex it up well, there's nothing we... sexy about picking up trash they've clearly written the episode and then came back and we're like, right, we're three minutes short. <laughs> what can we do? Yeah. And someone that everyone's just sat around the table going, what, what, can, what can we do? Like, how can we extend this episode anymore? We need an extra three minutes. And someone's just gone, guys, I've got it. Eighties movie montage. And they've, <laughs> they've just got them all doing like these stupid flips and dances and whatever else. Just yeah. to pad out for time a bit. And I'm sure someone at the desk goes, hang on a minute, didn't we do this with the bug episode and nobody liked it? <laughs> Shut up, Johnson. Get you out. You're fired. We're doing the montage. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they just shouldn't be, you know, they could do so much more if they just, yeah, as you crack says, pick it up, put it in the bin. And what was going on with Billy's soil sample? Yeah, that was... I don't know! He picks up a bit of grass, puts it in a test tube and goes, oh... And then they pick up some litter, he puts a bit a bit of grass in the test tube, and they go, yay, it's clear! <laughs> that made absolute no sense. Yeah. Nothing they did would have changed the, the pH factor of the soil, no. or whatever they were doing. If it was even pH they were talking about, because, I mean, they're like, oh, the, the soil smells. The soil's polluted. <laughs> it's soil! It's dirty! What do you expect? <laughs> Angel Grove is like, the when you look at it, it's the least polluted town in the world as well. Yeah. <laughs> There's, ne- there's never any cars on the street. <laughs> and even their industrial plants in episode three was actually pretty yeah. clean. Well, I mean, the whole sequence did give Kimberly one of the most bizarre lines she's ever had in Power Rangers. What line was that? When the soil is cured, she says, Dudes, this is totally far out and funky down the drain. <laughs> oh, what the? <laughs> what? <laughs> totally far out oh. and funky down the drain. <laughs> oh... Amazing. Amy Jo Johnson is truly the greatest of all actors. Yeah. Well, yeah. She like the fact that she was able to say that line without corpsing is a testament. To she's her. the greatest of the five Power Ranger actors. That's not <laughs> yeah. the same thing. Okay, fine. <laughs> Isn't it weird though? Like, I mean, I know that these aren't your typical teenagers, but no, no teenagers ever been that happy about cleaning anything up. No, no. They're absolute f- weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> I made a note when uh, during the sequence, like, uh, well, at the start of the sequence, like Trini's like, "What kind of people dump trash like this?" I was like, "Well, no one but the MMPR art department <laughs> dumps trashes like, in the way that that park has got trash dumped all over it." <laughs> no, there's like paper and litter absolutely just, everywhere. Yeah. Just the entire park's blanketed in old newspapers. <laughs> and it was fine when we saw it last week. Yeah, it's never ever dirty. No, <laughs> there's never That's any the- rubbish anywhere. Even even with all this littered paper, it's not actually dirty. It's it's super clean. It was very very white paper. <laughs> <laughs> Something else I noticed: Billy can fight now. Yeah, are we going to go to the fight scene when all the putties suddenly appear and we get like a few minutes of fighting footage, which is pretty cool? But you're right. Since when? 
did Billy able to do a flip over a putty? <laughs> uh, no, Billy's always been a bit gymnasticky. No, he hasn't. Yeah, he's been able to avoid them, but he's not been able to fight yeah. them like he does in this episode. I mean, literally, he was like flipped over a putty, slow motion, vertically aligned all the way up and down like a pendant. It's like insanely good. It's just, this is like Kimberly mm. gymnastics quality levels. Yeah, I think it's just the sort of the conclusion of the rarely mentioned arc of Billy's where he's actually trying to better himself in martial arts. It's something that hasn't really been addressed since, well, like, the early teen episodes, like, sort of maybe episode 13, 14, like, around then. But he's had fights regularly that he's avoided since then. Yeah. So why now is he suddenly all confident and thinking, yeah, I could show you my moves? It's like four episodes from the end, David just, just goes, look, guys, it's now or never. I've got to shine at this point show yeah possibly i don't know what my next job's gonna be but i feel like i should have something to go on the show <laughs> something reel. to show for this yeah i mean there's not gonna be a series two i need something for my film reel <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> something that isn't me driving the rug bug <laughs> <laughs> to be fair i can't blame david really at I the moment all he's all. got on his cv is just can say long words and act like a punk <laughs> very convincingly mm. <laughs> Don't say very convincingly. Yeah. One thing I do want to say before we get into Ranger is, I know, I and mean, I know the reasons why for this, but has it ever occurred to anyone that even though Tommy isn't a Power Ranger anymore, he could still help out in party fights? Yes, if... it's occurred to literally everyone. Yeah, it, no, it just it just occurred to me while I was watching it the other day. I was like, why? He could still be useful. Well, as useful as he ever is in a party fight. He's off filming the Cybertron pilot. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't have his wrist communicator on, which you wouldn't answer anyway. So how would they contact Tommy, yeah, huh? Surely he's still got his wrist communicator. I mean, why would they give it no, to him? No, 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 he had to turn that in. You reckon it's like, it's all doing, it's like, give me a gun, give me a badge. Precisely. Okay, well, let's let's talk about Zoo Ranger then, because obviously they've lost their Green Ranger for good. He can't come back. Oh. Or well, can, can he? he? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, he can't. <laughs> oh, don't play with my emotions like that. Okay, so it's Ranger 45. The version I watched was called A Jerky Little Kid. I think they renamed it something like The Obnoxious Boy or something. I've got it down the... as The Foolish Boy. The Foolish Boy, that's yeah, it. Yeah, but also The Jerky Dumb Boy is the, is the other title. <laughs> <laughs> so it starts with a hunter. He's off trying to hunt ducks. And this little boy starts like scaring away all the ducks and going, Guys, guys, go away. And I think he starts... Does he start throwing rocks at the man? Um... I think so, yes. He throws rocks point. at a lot of people in yeah. this episode because he's that kind of kid. Anyway, then the Zoo Rangers come along and they're like, oh my God, look at this pollution. They test it and there's cyanide in the lake. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Gucci just casually mentions, oh yeah, there's cyanide in the lake. Oh, isn't this pollution awful? Um, I think, is it a bit more serious if it was cyanide in the lake? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just like how casual, uh, oh, whichever one it is, that just says it. It's like, Look at these drum canisters. They probably contain cyanide. Yeah. Like, how would you know that? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, then they run into the little kid because he's having an argument with a van driver because he slashed his tyres because the van driver was one of the ones dumping the cyanide in mm. the river. <laughs> oh, all connected. Yeah. So, anyway, the Zoo Rangers chase after him because he runs... And, yeah, he, he then calls on Dora Unicorn, who he's just calling Unicorn. See, this is the weird thing about this episode. Um... Whereas the Polluticorn is supposedly doing pollution, the Dora mm-hmm. Unicorn's purpose is explicitly to stop 
people who are doing pollution. Well, on, only... All right, well, to cause chaos in the name... In the episode, yeah, that is what his purpose is. For the purposes of the episode. But that's not... I'm only talking about the episode, Quinn. No, but that's not... I don't think that's what Dora Unicorn's actual purpose is. Because it's, it's the small boy that's instructing the unicorn to stop people from polluting. So the, the little boy is able to control Dora Unicorn, which is a monster of Rita? So, yeah, the little boy kind of controls the unicorn, but he doesn't really. Basically, Bandora's just using him in order to cause lots of chaos. And the little boy is happily to order him to attack in the name of non-pollution. Oh, I see. Okay, so... So, it- so that's the weird thing about Ranger compared to Power Rangers. They both have a pollution theme, but the monster is completely the opposite purpose in both. So anyway, yeah, he orders the unicorn to get them and they have a fight. The unicorn attacks Laurie and then the zoo rangers and Griforza and Lammy turn up. Don't really know why they turn up. She kind of sends them down to like help the unicorn out in, in making things worse. They don't even talk right. to the unicorn. They just kind of stand on the sidelines, like watching and going, ha ha ha. Because boy tells him, don't get in my way or I'll beat you up too. It's like, f*** off, will you? Um, but the thing is the Rangers start attacking the unicorn they realise that the boy's getting hurt as well because the two of them are linked by their souls wait wait, when did that happen Uh, before the episode started he's already got the unicorn before they meet him okay so it's just basically off panel that the souls are just connected because yeah and of course this is the clever bit because Bandora knows that they're not going to risk killing the kid Geki and Ghost chat up the mum and then the other Rangers find him while he's helping a bird who's been caught in a fishing line He's about to go and throw the rocks at loads of fishermen. And they're like, hey, hey, let's not do that. So then the boy starts explaining to them how, like, the environment's in danger and things. And here's the real kicker. While he's doing this, there's a montage that is very familiar to anyone who watched Power Rangers. <laughs> oh. Remember Trini's video? Wait, no, hold on. Trini's video with all the stock footage of the, the animals. Yep, the Japanese put together the stock footage. No, what? boys' montage. That's so... I... Why? It doesn't even look anything like that. I, I thought that it was just like bog-standard stock footage, like the, the fair was bog-standard footage, but you're saying that... I'm sure it was bog-standard stock footage, but it was bog-standard stock footage assembled by the Japanese crew. Wow. And then just lifted wholesale for the American one. Okay, it's good to see that they're recycling all their footage, <laughs> like much like recycling yeah. in this episode. Ah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, Do- so Dory. He was he was convinced because his dad died, who was like an environmentalist, and the boy is just a mentalist, pretty much. Yeah, but Dora Unicorn convinced him that he'd been created by his dad, his dead dad's <laughs> spirit, to help out, like get all the pollutants, basically. But then the Zoo Rangers kind of convinced the kid that actually this is wrong. And the unicorn's going to, like... Def- it, I think it was meant to be the plant that was pumping out the sewage and the cyanide. And the unicorn's going to attack it, but the kid's like, no, hey, don't do this. And, yeah, they fight the unicorn again. It's, like, hurting the kid. Lammy mocks them for this. And the kid kind of blames himself. He's like, oh, I shouldn't have been such a d- I shouldn't have cared about the environment. <laughs> what? And then Geki's like, hey, think happy thoughts, because that'll somehow stop you from getting hurt. It's to block the connection, isn't it, between Dora Unicorn and the kid? Yeah, I... Geki's like, if you you get such a strong, positive thought, and that thought for the boy he's going hiking with his father, then that will completely block any 
whatever it is, psychic connection between the two characters. That's the idea, but it's something that Geki just pulled out of his ass. Oh yeah, totally. But I mean, that's true, you know, that's yeah. true of most things in this. Like, so yeah, they morph, and the unicorn's like, ah, oh, but if you attack me, the child will die. And Geki's like, think happy thoughts, and that starts to hurt the unicorn. What? So the unicorn starts trying to like send the kid negative thoughts, and he does this, but his horn starts flashing where every time he. Like has any kind of connection with the kid, and Geki suddenly realizes that, you know, oh, hang on, the horn is flashing. That's that's what I've got to cut off. So he, it, I like, better summon the shield and my dagger and yes. cut it off. Yeah, exactly. Like. like in the episode, he cuts off the horn. The connection with the kid is severed. Bandora's like, ah, shit, make my monster grow. Spirits that dwell in the earth, etc., etc. So then the Megazord's fighting, and it, it's mostly the same, but with one big key difference. It's a bit weird in that they summon King Brachian. Yeah. Because the Megazord is kind of getting blown away whenever it tries to get near Dory Unicorn. So I'm assuming Mm. the idea is that they call on King Brachian and the Megazord kind of rides King Brachian for like a couple of seconds. And that's when it then jumps off and does the slashing attack. The final scene is they turn up back at the river with the boy and they're like, hey, look, the river's clean again. You know, other people did it in our absence. So that seems to be the moral of the Zoo Ranger episode. Is let someone else clean up after you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest, it was only a marginally better episode than the Power Rangers episode. Mm, it was... But it sounds so crazy and just weird. Yeah. It was a bit, but... Uh... Okay, I, I do have one question, which I, I don't know if you answered or not. Okay, so the episode is based around pollution and the Dora Unicorn trying to clean up and be cleaning up the pollution. Was this Rita's plan to cause the pollution to begin with, or is this pollution made by mankind itself? Who who was who started the pollution? Man, I guess. Yeah. But then if if Bandora's plan has always been to conquer and or destroy the planet Earth, wouldn't it be in her best interest just to leave the pollution there to fester and destroy no, the planet? Bandora wasn't wanting to clean up the pollution. Bandora was using the child's fervent like anti-pollution thing to get the Dory Unicorn to cause havoc, knowing that the Zoo Rangers wouldn't be able to defeat it. All right, so Dora Unicorn was always about destroying the Power Rangers, but it was... Yeah, she was just using the child and his, like, motivation. I wouldn't overthink it, Grax, because the writers didn't. I'm trying not to, but it just sounds, <laughs> it just sounds so unnecessary. It is a yeah. bit of a logical leap. <laughs> I suspect the writers of Power Rangers, hey, Q, watch this episode and go, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense. A unicorn saved the planet? That's not a bad thing to do. Johnson, write something different. <laughs> write it so it's a polluted. But, but boss, this, there's no footage about the unicorn actually being polluted. Shut up, Johnson. And, well, they, and back and they, forth, and that's why we got Power They also wouldn't really have any need to kill a monster that's cleaning up the planet. It's only because... Just let it clean the planet. It's only because... But it's not cleaning up the planet. It's causing destruction and death mm. in the name of cleaning up the planet. Is it... Like, which is a really bad message to tell Americans when Saturday morning cartoon The only reason show. the monster attacks the Zoo Rangers in the first place is because the small boy tells him to. Because they're trying to stop him from slashing people's tyres. Yeah, the small boy was also telling the unicorn to attack, well, to attack fishermen and things and to attack the power plant. Well, the, the unicorn kind of went off and attacked the power plant mm. on his own basis. But then he was like, well, this is what you want me to do. I mean, to be fair, I think 
it's actually not a bad design in terms of monsters the, the Dora unicorn what if what if people would think about unicorns with wings I liked it I thought it was a really cool design yeah it's a nice looking monster it just doesn't just doesn't really do a lot but this is another thing I noticed is that it's such a tough monster it was just standing there taking punches from the Power Rangers and just deflecting the whole not even deflecting just taking it on like a tough guy and just punching people it was really cool that's because it's episode 37 they can't make it too easy for them this is true but I just like the fact that it was just taking all those punches I thought it was well tough yeah well the thing is that I liked about the Zoo Ranger compared to the Power Rangers is that they did actually work out the very obvious thing for themselves yeah they had yeah. to destroy the horn yeah uh, rather than go to the command centre being pulled out of the battle beforehand thanks to Zordon and they go hmm how do we defeat this monster with this glowing problem and it took Alpha oh. Billy Alpha being completely wrapped up in paper <laughs> to, for Billy to deduce on a piece of paper oh. wait a minute it's his horn oh. yeah. speaking of polluting the planet but like all of that wasted paper that's like wrapped up around Alpha yeah like, they're not really giving too much of a sh- there are they about the poor little trees <laughs> yeah I like the fact that Zordon just goes hey you guys are, like I'm going to tell you what to do Billy just go and help Alpha yeah <laughs> just, just <laughs> off <laughs> okay now that Billy's out of the room let me tell you cool four yeah. people what it's all about <laughs> now that loser's gone the only thing I really liked about this episode the most would, and piqued my interest is the Bulk and Skulls video montage they really, they really, oh, really? I mean it's, it's daft but they really get to sort of play it up a bit in this episode it's not just a case of storming stamp their feet around a little bit and then make a noise fall over they actually they've got a bit of a story themselves throughout the the whole episode which is sort of quite nice which is a lot more it's more interesting than anything else that's going on in the rest of the episode yeah exactly that's why i was so interested invested in the balkan sorcery even that was the point where i thought okay they ask ernie to film them at the gym and then they don't deal anything with it and i thought hang on did they just miss a bit did they there's like some deleted scene and then all is revealed at the very very end where they show bulk and skull going all crazy with the edited video that skull did that's the thing why is skull so surprised to have the final result of yeah. the edit video he, he cut the whole thing himself he purposely chose to make it look like that oh so- he clearly wanted to make bulk look a yeah yeah which isn't very hard because he keeps slipping up but he has that line to explain it it's like oh there's i think there's some glitches it's like no mate come on mm, yeah that's not how it works no no not we- on a, not on an analog video even bulk's not thick enough to take that yeah skull's trying to sabotage their friendship so he can leave or something because he realizes that he's on a losing side well i think one thing we can all agree on is that it was definitely worth winning the fight four minute four and a half minutes from the end oh, of the God, episode yeah four. Well, you get two. There's two <laughs> tags on this episode, aren't there? You get yeah. You get mm-hmm. Bulk and Skull coming back into the gym and falling into the conveniently placed stacks of cans. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? I don't know why. You're you recycling. Would... Why are you turning them into like <sighs> a, a sculpture? I don't know. So everyone in the juice bar knows just how awesome they are. Yeah. But you get two minutes of that, and then you then get another ending, which is the the whole Bulk and Skull video being shown in class. Well, I think we are pretty much at the point of rating, I think. And, Grax, I am... Actually, I'm telling both of you. If either of you gives this above two power coins, we're not doing the podcast anymore. Oh. Um, no pressure, Grax. Uh, 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 six! No. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Uh, okay, so, in all seriousness... 
this was just a rubbish episode. I, I can't disguise it. And despite the fact that there was one and two bits, which I did like, which was nothing really to do with the Power Rangers, I was just bored all the way through. And I was not impressed by the propaganda that is try and save the planet, guys. <laughs> really, try and save it. Because frankly, Captain Planet and the Planeteers did it much better than this episode. <laughs> so, you know, and after talking to you guys, I mean, it's a one. It's a one out of six power yeah. coins. There's very, very little going for it. And I'm. And by the time we finished recording, I would have forgotten everything that's happened in this episode. I'm also a one. It was just a massive piece of shit. <laughs> Not worth anybody's time. No. Uh, Quinn. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I can't give it one though. I have. To, I've got what? to give it two because I've got to reserve one for every episode of Turbo. <laughs> like, that, like that. Look, that is the Quinn. floor for me. Like Power Rangers Turbo is the absolute floor, and this. Oh my like, god! I have to reserve. Every single one power coin that I've got for every episode of that season. Right. Two things. First of all, we are clearly never getting as far as Turbo. <laughs> no, I know. But I mean, like, I'm just saying that that's my... The bottom of my scale is, is Power Rangers Turbo. Well, the other thing is that by the time it gets Turbo, the power coins have been destroyed. So there's literally... Spoiler alert. Like, we're, we'll be on a different scale by then. You can justify this to yourself. Mm, no. <laughs> You still don't think it's worth a one, it's worth a two. Why? I mean, let's, right, let's, let's look at some of the positives, because there are some. Like, if you ignore all of the American footage and just focus on the Japanese <laughs> yeah. stuff, then you've got... Which is my technique when it comes to Power Rangers. Which yes, they very good. use about two you've minutes got, well, no, You've got, like, a good eight minutes worth of, sort of, action within the show. Yeah. Um, I'm not convinced there's anywhere near eight minutes. No, but I mean, okay. There's there's the bit where they then come back to the command center and there's all, and there's a, and there's some stuff going on. But you've got an interesting uh, Zord fighting sequence. You get the the Megazord's been beaten back quite heavily for a while with the toxic wind thing that's going on. Again, not you know, the Zord fight lasts about a minute. Mm. Okay, and the thing is, I'll, I'll combat with that. Was saying. There are significantly better fight sequences. And oh, longer yeah, totally. fight sequences in the, in the saying, past. If you watch Power Rangers to see some fighting, you get some fighting in this episode. Uh, and I do kind of like the fighting in the park where they're all in human form because there's quite some interesting fight styles and yeah. there's kind of like good choreography which are playing up to their strength. So you, you're something to take away from it. So are we t- are we sticking with a two for I'm this st- then? I, for you, I, I, yeah. Okay. Look, guys, if if you agree with Quinn and think it's a two out of six power coins, uh, let us know because nothing is worse than Turbo. <laughs> well, exactly. Tweet Ranger Pod or look, go on the Facebook Facebook.com/slash Ranger Pod. Or if you agree with me and Grax, uh, it should be one. Anyone who says, I mean, look, if you think there's anything at all redeeming about this episode, do let us know what you think it is, and we'll tell you why you're wrong. You know, you know, you know, one just of Pete's favorite pastimes, just by laws of averages. This is going to be someone's favourite Power Rangers episode ever. Well, then I hope that person like falls off a cliff. <laughs> into a river full of cyanide. <laughs> oh no! The worst kind of river! Yeah. We have had a tweet while we're recording from Ben, who says... Oh really? I want at least one joke about giving the Rangers the glowing horn. Ah... Uh. Um, yeah, I we got, didn't. I got we didn't sexualize this episode enough for my tastes. Can we just no, go, can, ha- can we just cut here and just go back to the beginning <laughs> and start again? No, Quinn. Ha ha ha! The horn is a penis. No, no, wait, the, guys. This is a family podcast. Oh, we're trying to appeal to youngsters. <laughs> yeah, stop <laughs> fucking bleeping the fucking swear word. You yeah. Fucking 
This is your idea, Pete. Oh, uh, then I'm a <laughs> too. <laughs> and on that oh, note, <laughs> join us again next week when we'll be looking at some evil Power Rangers. Ooh. Oh, okay. You've got to be invested now. I'd like mirror matches. Well, the episode is called A Bad Reflection on You. And, you know, I think this episode has been a bad reflection on all of us. Yeah. Mm. Goodbye, guys. I've been PDT. I've been Grax. And I've been sorry. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.